today's show, we have part three of Taylor and Megan's epic trip report. This is WRWDW, the Disney World Planning Podcast. Hello and welcome to episode 213. I'm your host, Julie Elster, creator of WRWDW.com, the Disney World Planning website. All right, we have part three of Taylor and Megan's trip. If you missed the first two parts, part one was the four-part challenge. Part two was New Year's Eve and some of the busiest days at Disney World and how they tackled that. Part three today, run Disney races. Um, And a big theme of this will be how weather impacts run Disney races. So you're definitely going to want to listen, but I will stop talking and we will jump right in. Okay, so the next day's Expo Day. Mm -hmm. Let's talk about your next day. Um, and you don't have any park reservations. Your goals are just mostly race related to get. We do have brunch at Topolino's Terrace. So, um, at eight thirty, I joined the virtual queue for the merchandise, and we got Group sixty nine. It was like that's what I was going to ask because day one at the expo, if you're there for merch, it is crazy. Yeah. Were you looking to buy stuff? Or were you just looking to pick up your bib and your shirt and be done? We were looking to pick up our bib and our shirt and at least look at the merchandise, which we met that goal was, I mean, I thought there was fun merch, but then when we were looking, nothing we loved. And honestly, honestly, I'm kind of glad there was two shirts we each were looking at. One had Donald, one had Daisy, and it said, I did it, 13.1 miles. And as we'll talk about later, our half marathon was modified. So I'm kind of glad we didn't get the shirts that said I did it when we only did a half a half, but we can... (laughs) <laughs> get into more of that later. Yeah, we'll get to that soon enough. But yeah. yeah, it was at 8.30 when the virtual queue opened for merch, and we were going to get called between 12 and 1, it looked like, which was perfect timing because we had a 10.30 Topolino's Terrace. Now, how does that work with the v- virtual queue for the race expo? Because the expo is at the ESPN Center, mm-hmm. and so there are buses. I will say there are specific race buses, and you'll see signage if you are interested in doing the race at any of the resorts. Yep to get you to the expo, to get you to the race. But I mean that it takes time to to plan that out. And so doing a virtual queue and then having to get on the bus, like how how does all that work? I it's it, they had buses running constantly during expo day when we were um when we were getting we got on the bus at the Riviera, we didn't realize the bus that was pulling out because they use charter buses for the race days, not the Disney buses. So we saw this charter bus pull away. Five minutes later, there was another bus when we got on it. Um, we got on at the Riviera right after our, our meal was done. You just got the got in the virtual queue from your resort. Mm-hmm. And we're like, whenever we get called, we'll just head out to the big charter buses that they have going to ESPN. Yep. We can cover yeah. Topolino's. You went there for brunch? Went there for brunch. Um, so they had the characters. We're not huge character people, but I liked it that they came to our table. We had a quick interaction and it was cute. We got a picture and they left. Um, So that was nice to not have to wait for them. I had sewn a skirt before we went that had like Minnie in Paris. So she loved my skirt and I wore a little beret and Mickey was like, we match. So cute little interactions, delicious Bloody Marys. Um, There's the, correct me if I'm wrong, at every character meal, is there like a dance and a song that the characters do? No, (laughs) not at every one at no. Topolitos, there is a song that they sing along to the characters dance and walk around to they take a little break and then they come back out um and it was the stupid po- pizza delivery song from the spider-man game that taylor <laughs> loved when we were in disneyland and i can't believe it was that stupid song again 
I am not it's, at it's all a, familiar like a classic with Italian know, song I'm from the have... late 19th century called Funiculi Funicula, but it has new lyrics here. But I had jokingly oh, said, okay, oh, I okay. hope this is the song on Luigi's Rollicking Roadsters, the like cars dancing ride at California Adventure, and then somehow manifested that into being in terms of the song we got to listen to on that ride. And Megan was mad at me last summer. <laughs> and then the song came up again and I was vindicated further. <laughs> Okay. And minus a hundred husband points. (laughs) Um, So that was a fun meal, good food, got on the charter bus. Our group hadn't gotten called yet, but by the time we got there, it was called. Um, There was a line that took, what, do you think 30 minutes to get through to get our bibs and our shirts, would you say? Just about. Uh, Yep. And then um, easy process to scan in for the merchandise area. Uh, they had in the merchandise area where you could take pictures with Chippendale or Mickey and Minnie. We already had pictures with Mickey and Minnie from our meal. So we're like, good on that. Didn't buy anything. Um, we had planned to go to Blizzard Beach this afternoon. Um, there was a lot of hiccups with that. Uh, the buses were only going to the resorts. And to get to Blizzard Beach, you have to go to Animal Kingdom and then to Blizzard Beach from Animal Kingdom. So we were like, ah, we'll take the charter bus to Animal Kingdom Lodge. And we did that. We missed the bus from Animal Kingdom Lodge to Animal Kingdom. And so we're like, we'll just look around this resort for 20 minutes. I set a timer on my phone for 15. Taylor sat in the lobby because he was getting a little tired. I looked around, got back to the bus stop, then we missed the bus. And that was my bad. (laughs) So I ordered a lift because we weren't going to wait there anymore. (laughs) Uh, We got to Blizzard Beach. Taylor realized he forgot his swim trunks. Um, Uh-oh, did you have to pay the stupid tax? I paid the stupid <gasps> tax. For what I will say, a really cute pair of swim trunks that I will wear many more times. Are you trying to justify the stupid tax I am. There? I'm doing everything I can to justify <laughs> this purchase. Yeah, he's please. Like, please, give me a win. <laughs> um, it was chilly, but um, the, and, and Blizzard Beach definitely feels, just like Fantasia Garden, a little tired, but it was still a lot of fun. Didn't wait for a single slide. <laughs> I believe you because, yeah, it's <laughs> January. Uh, I'm not a water park person in general. So I, I, are you guys water park people? Do you like water parks? No. <laughs> she's shaking her head no. Any people there was like her, a but. couple of Christmases where my sister, my, my sister has a daughter and she was like three or four these two Christmases where they're like, let's spend Christmas in the Wisconsin Dells. And we... <sighs> My husband and I go on and on about the Wisconsin Dells constantly because of just how ridiculous it she's is. She's so funny, though, because she's the water park place. capital of the world. She, right? She's like, this, this hotel we're staying at has this swim-up bar. It looks so hip. And so we get there, and she's like, oh. Nothing in the Wisconsin Dells She's is like, hip. in the brochure, it looks like such beautiful way. people. And I'm like, Molly, it's the brochure. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so like we don't like I'm not I would not call myself a water park person but like if the slide is fun the slide is fun so I'm glad we did it even if we go back in the summer I don't see us going back anytime soon but this was definitely like any any highlights so you're just like all right it's okay any highlights from it or the chairlift element of of blizzard beach is very novel and I think in terms of like a way to get up to the slides uh it is a a very cool way to do it like the the reason you like blizzard beach isn't necessarily the slides it's for the theming and the decor like it's not like 
other water parks, which is just like, here's a bunch of slides on a slab of concrete. Like it really does feel like a park in a lot of ways. Okay. So I appreciate the sort of general ambiance for that. Um, but, but yeah, I'm not dying the, to go the back. The toboggan ones where you had them. So I don't like body slides. I hate the feeling of my skin against the slide. So I do like the, the I thought the two, I thought the two bribes we did were a lot of fun. And I liked that they had mat rides, which that was unique for me. I'm the exact same way where I prefer to be like in a a tube or raft or something. Mm -hmm. So no summit plummet for us. Um, Like when we had season passes to Six Flags one year, I did that like mega wedgie ride and I will never do a ride where I'm just like dropped out of a slide (laughs) again. That was awful. (laughs) So I was not going to do summit plummet. Um, That water park at Six Flags is something else. That is one of like the grossest water parks I've ever been to in my life. Not everything can be (laughs) as Fabulous as the Wisconsin Dells, right? Though, no, so. not as hip and charming, <laughs> yes. beautiful people. Yeah, not as hip <laughs> with the beautiful people of the Wisconsin Dells. Um, but yeah, at that point, we go back to our resort, we tidy up, and then we're on a bus to Disney Springs. We have dinner reservations at the Boathouse, um, but we're there about forty minutes early. So I'm just like, let's check out the Gideon line, and we get there, and the cast member says it'll be about thirty-five minutes, and it's pretty much right on the nose, thirty-five minutes. And I was ready for it to be overrated, but we got the pistachio toffee cookie and it was delicious. And I could have eaten the whole thing right then. Glad we kind of like broke it into fourths and ate it over the course of a couple days. But yeah, the the cocktails were really good at the boathouse. Taylor, you got the strawberry gin fizz and you Taylor likes gin cocktails. So he was into that. I am into, you know, cheesy elements. So I got the duck duck raz, which got a little rubber ducky on top of. Still tasted good. I love that. And then we <laughs> shared... Um, oysters, a lobster roll, and some filet sliders, and all the food was lovely. It was that night where we started to realize, oh, we could also, instead of waiting for the Caribbean beach bus, take the Riviera bus. And what was nice is those two bus stops were always near each other, so we'd kind of keep an eye on, like, which line looked longer. And that night, we ended up taking a bus from Disney Springs back to the Riviera, and we were able to... Um, we, I think we decided to take the Skyliner just because it was so early. So we got on the Skyliner, and as we were in the Skyliner, fireworks were going off. Ah, see, here are the great tips. Uh, that's stuff like that that I love. Yeah, Riviera and mm-hmm. Caribbean Beach, you can walk. Or if you don't feel like walking, you can take the Skyliner. Mm-hmm. And yeah, that's great. Just turn into a charming end of the night. There, yes. That was really nice. Okay, uh, where are we going the next day then? Uh, the next day is our one proper rope drop at Epcot. Um, so we are, uh, you know, the nice thing is it opens a little bit later. We're not out the door quite as early, but therefore Epcot rope drop. Uh, we do the Remy's thing for rope dropping. It's you've got the, you know, the different stopping points. You walk 50 yards, you stop, you talk to a different group of people. Then everyone gets shuffled off while you walk 50 more yards. And then you talk to a different group of people. Uh, <laughs> it's a good time. Uh, but again, uh, Remy's had, was open right on time, did that. Uh, we had our frozen lightning lane. Uh, which was going to be a little bit later. Uh, we get over, uh, Test Track is close to start the day, but, you know, we got very lucky in that right by the time we kind of got over by Test Track, it is right when it opened up. So we got kind of on and off that ride in about a half hour, which we hadn't done yet this trip, despite our lightning lane luck, we had not yet done Test Track. So super good time. That's a ride that is very different than I remember it, you know, 20 years ago, the last time I was there. Uh, they've really changed a lot of the- And they're going to and... be changing it again. So I saw maybe, that, yeah. Yeah, maybe the next time you ride it. But yeah, it used to be um, more like like crash test dummy kind of feel to it. I remember the rumor and they make it really hot too. And I was like, oh, it's cold. That's going to be nice. And I'm like, oh, they didn't test that this time. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Um, But still, still, still plenty fun. Um, 
uh, you know, it was both, and it hadn't really, there were some other years where it had been raining around Epcot. So it was nice that we got to do test track when it wasn't raining or anything, because that tends to shut it down. Uh, at that point, we scan into our frozen lightning lane. And at that point, the rest of the morning at Epcot is very, very chill. We're kind of just, we kind of had this impromptu challenge to ourselves is can we get a photo pass picture in every country? We didn't get quite to every country that morning, but uh, we went around, uh, just kind of did some more like exploration of the countries we didn't say the other day. Uh, and it was just, you know, we, we wanted to kind of take it easy and slow in Epcot after we had done the big rides right at the beginning. And we did have a Cosmic Rewind virtual queue um, that we were going to be waiting around for uh, a little bit around it ended up being called shortly after noon. Um, so after, you know, doing some of the other things, the Canada movie, a picture with Donald Duck in Mexico, uh, a kind of early lunch at the Lotus Blossom Cafe in China, which was uh, delicious. We tried to watch uh, Reflections of China, the nine screen film. Uh, and at about three minutes in the f- kind of screen that's, you know, the front, obviously there's no official front, but the one where sort of, you know, most of the action is just started flickering, like almost a strobe light effect, just one of the nine screens. Uh, and within about two minutes of that, they just shut down the movie and said, technical difficulties, please uh, exit the theater. Uh, oh, and right as kind that of happened, because then we got called our... and I think we got called right when the movie right started oh, and then we're like, oh, OK, right, time to go. OK, <laughs> uh, so whilst on over to Cosmic Rewind, we're happy to do that again. Uh, got uh, Everybody Wants to Rule the World. The least fitting uh, song which is, yeah, for that ride. It, it's great still song, a great song on its song. own. Here's my here's my one note I would give. The bridge of everyone who wants to rule the world. It's a great roller coaster moment. It's got a good swell to it. And the ride does not get to that point in the song ever. If you cut some of the second verse out and you get to the bridge and you You're have right. that as you're circling one of the planets, that's that's a 10 point upgrade. Thinking about that song, you're you're totally right. That portion of the yeah. song works so much better for that ride. That's the mm-hmm. only song that I'm like, this one doesn't fit the way. Uh. <laughs> I love the song, but it doesn't fit the, yeah. the same way the other songs. It do. didn't make it feel as thrilling mm-hmm. the way like, I, you know, Iran was going and we're like running yes. in our seats and bobbing and then like definitely yeah. chiller vibe for that song. Totally. Mm-hmm. Careful or I'll start singing it. You don't want that. Exactly. <laughs> um, but by that point, it's after 1 p.m. So we're back to the room for another kind of uh, rest nap. Uh, we hadn't run at all. And my shoes had come by this point. So we just did kind of a one mile shakeout run around Caribbean Beach. Uh, took a shower. And then for this afternoon, this is our one kind of wild card park. This was the one day where we, one afternoon where we didn't know what park we were going to go to. We kind of just like said, we need one day where we just kind of see what we're feeling in the moment. So uh, at that point, we head over to Hollywood Studios. Um, but I, I guess we had decided that early enough to where we got a 440 Tower of Terror lightning lane uh, that we had kind of stacked earlier in the day. So we're on, we take a bathroom stop before Star Tours. And then we know that we're probably going to head over to Magic Kingdom for fireworks so we actually ordered some carnitas nachos from pecos bill in frontierland for a 945 pickup uh so that was nice to just know hey we're gonna have some late night food ready to go that we don't have to worry about later and again it'll keep keep us our uh energy going but at that point we did stop in the hollywood brown derby lounge and had our one celebrity sighting of the entire trip oh my gosh i'm such a dork did you know it's just like an instagram person that i follow (laughs) well it was in the for the hollywood brown derby right before we got on to Star Tours, like buckle my seatbelt, I joined the wait list. And pretty much five minutes after we got on, our table was called. But I'm like, we're sitting there at the table. You can see the walk-up bar. And I'm like, oh, it's Molly. And it's just this like Instagram person I follow. From Mammoth and- Club. <laughs> but it was funny that you like recognized a person and gasped. We were way too they, like, excited for the stranger that I don't like, know. Slightly recoiled. <laughs> <laughs> uh, she didn't uh, hear me or see me, so I'm not too embarrassed. <laughs> 
Okay. <laughs> uh, but just had a couple of quick drinks there, uh, some croquettes that were very delicious. Uh, and at that point, we uh, kind of said goodbye to Hollywood Studios and headed over to the Magic Kingdom, uh, which was a really nice way to kind of do the last part of the night. Uh, here's the big tip I can get. If the monorail's going overhead at Magic Kingdom, see if you can hold off a second before you walk through security. There were like 10 people in a row who all got dinged by the Evolve, who all walked through just as the monorail was going overhead. And one of the cast members was like, this happens sometimes when the monorail goes over, everyone just gets flat. Yeah, because the people behind us, so, did, like yeah. the son didn't have a bag at all. And he had his phone out in his hand. And his mom was like, what is he getting stopped for? And the security was going through my bag. Like, I knew to take my sunglasses case out because my sunglasses case would make it go off. But I didn't have my sunglasses case. So I asked the security guard what it could have been. And he was like, we don't normally say it. But yeah, anytime the monorail goes over, you're going to get dinged. I've not heard that. That's yeah. interesting. That's a great tip. Seems like it would only happen uh, so- at Magic Kingdom or Epcot. But if you see it coming, maybe be like, you could go ahead of me. It's fine. Hold off of that. <laughs> <laughs> um, so at that point, uh, it's uh, uh, coming up on eight o'clock. So we went straight to the hub and uh, found a really great spot, kind of uh, not fully up by the castle, but centered in the hub to watch the Happily Ever After fireworks show, which was really, really great. Uh, as we mentioned earlier, hit a Peter Plan lightning lane. Uh, I went back kind of the laugh floor. We're kind of darting around to different things that look like they have short waits. Uh, did a jung- jingle cruise lightning lane at 920. Got the uh, aforementioned uh, carnitas nachos at Pecosville that we had ordered earlier. Uh, then Megan had stacked a big thunder and pirates lightning lanes to close out the night. And we were uh, at the bus by kind of, you know, uh, 10, 15, 1030. Because the park was open till eleven. Ooh, night. I'm again. I'm exhausted. So another I'm big exhausted. day. Yeah, three different parks. <laughs> that, that, that was, uh, and this was another lot. night where we did get on for the that we got on the Riviera bus. Huge line for Caribbean Beach, but like an empty bus just waiting at the Riviera stop. So we got on there. It left immediately uh, and had a nice walk back to our our room after that. And even though there was wonderful. like a little longer of a walk, it was so nice to sit on the bus instead of standing in the crowd because the Caribbean Beach bus they were packing in, which is great because you want to get the people back to the resorts, but it was really nice to have a seat on the Riviera bus. And so I'd rather walk. Knowing that you have to to stand and Mm -hmm. like be right up against somebody who's been also running around all day and is probably sweaty and gross. And yeah, it's better to just sit and have your space. Totally. (laughs) Okay. Let's jump into our next day then. January 5th. So this is the day before the half marathon. And We are going to have an earlier evening, so we are planning our second park to be Animal Kingdom, but then this is our last morning in Hollywood Studios. We get Genie Plus, $27, and we're able to book it for Slinky Dog while we're on the Skyliner. And I was just kind of curious when the Slinky Dog would be listed as no longer available. By 710, it was gone for the whole day. Oof. Yeah, so we're in, we're like peak race crowds at this point. Mm -hmm. Yep. So yeah, that does not surprise me that that 10 minutes and even though it's early January and it feels like it should be a quiet time, race weekends are just insanity. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But I'm glad we mentally prepared for that because then while we were there, we still did so much. Um, we are one of the we're at one of the first turnstiles to scan in. We take off for rise of the resistance. We are walking and we are ahead of the pack. And Taylor tries to tell me I don't need to power walk. And I tell him it's for glory. We are going to continue to power walk yes, all the way to Rise of the Resistance. She does. 
Yes, she's going to be assertive <laughs> and power walk and dart through people. Dart through the open and... space. But there was no one there. At a certain point, I looked behind us and could not see anyone. We were that far ahead of everybody That's to get to how Rise of the efficient Resistance. she is. I will say, like, the exactly. first day when we <laughs> went to do Rise of the Resistance, we went the longer way. But then this day, right when you get to that little statue where you can take a left around the water, that's where we turned. And I feel like had efficient time. Again, we did not run. I made sure we would not run. Taylor would do this like low squat walk. That was always really funny to watch. A low squat walk? I need more information. I find I can walk faster <laughs> if I just have my hips seated lower behind me so I can so still silly. be like walking and not like looking like one I'm of running, the Marx but Brothers it does look very like ridiculous. Charlie Chan. <laughs> But it wasn't necessary because okay, we were I'm the first one. Video that... or I'm taking that as a compliment. A video Thank or something. I, I, I'm so focused on getting with the yeah. ride. I don't have a video, but next time we're in the park, <laughs> I will get a video of that. Um, yeah. All right. But I think because it's one of the more popular rides, they do want to get that running earlier. So even though early entry is not till 8 a.m., we are off of Rise of the Resistance by 7:55. Um, so we go and we do Smuggler's Run. We have a whole Millennium Falcon to ourselves which is interesting. And it was the previous times we've done it, we've been the engineer and I've always been like, being the pilot doesn't seem that bad. It is a lot harder than I thought it would be. And we were not good at it. So I'm kind of glad no one was there. You're not supposed to be good at it. Uh, We go to (laughs) Toy Story Mania. It's listed as 40 minutes, but we only wait 12. Um, We see that Slinky Dog is down, but our lightning lane isn't till a little bit later. Um, We do Tower of Terror standby. Um, 35 minute wait. We get some blue and green milk. Our slinky dog turns into that multi-experience pass. So we book Navi River Journey for the evening because that's a ride we didn't get done on our first day. And we wanted to make that a priority for Animal Kingdom later. Um, we go and see the Indiana Jones Stunt Spectacular again. There's the first 1045 show. And at that point, slinky dog's still down. So we're like, let's take our break now. So we're already back on the Skyliner to go to our resort at 1130. Um, we do laundry, um, but then I see on the app, Slinky. It's a long trip. I, I get <laughs> Slinky it. dogs back up. So we have our clothes in the dryer and we take the Skyliner back. We get on Slinky dog in 10 minutes. By the time we get back out, now, it is. Was your lightning lane changed to an anytime yes. pass or yeah. okay. earlier at like 10 o'clock, it changed to a multi-experience yes. anytime pass. Okay. So did you feel like you had to rush back i mean you left your clothes in the dryer we just kind of figured we'd go because we knew we were going to go back to just do that and so we're like well it's up before it gets too backed up let's just go get it done so it was a four minute skyliner okay gotcha you weren't spending more time at that park you were just doing that and then heading back because we knew we're spending the evening so no one would steal your laundry (laughs) the timing worked out pretty perfect that we took the skyliner rose slinky dog dash got back to the riviera not riviera excuse me caribbean beach and five minutes later, our laundry was done. We folded it and got on a bus for um, Animal Kingdom. Um, so kind of a weird afternoon, but we still like got a chance to lay down for it. Li- we knew we we wanted to take a get, break, but I, not nap. So we'd go to bed early. I was like, oh, this will be like a slower, you know, earlier day. And I'm still exhausted just <laughs> listening to this. So, <laughs> all right, Animal Kingdom, what, what are we doing in our afternoon? Um, we definitely want to see festival of the lion king the we had seen on the december 30th that the line gets really backed up for that so pretty much right when we get in we start to make our way over there for the three o'clock show um 
there was like we were there right at like 2.15 and it's already getting kind of backed up. Um, we go to get into the queue and I accidentally make one family very mad because they had a big gap and I thought that was the end of the line. Um, and then they like not yelled, but oh, they thought you were cutting. They sure did. And they gave me dirty looks. And then this isn't the back of the line. And I'm like, I, I, I legitimately felt mortified. But then I realized their family was the back of the line. And I feel like they could have been a little bit nicer about telling me to go behind them. And from yeah, or like move up, you know, come on. And they were like inside the roped area. So like, I think one member of their big family got in the line. And it's it was fine. <laughs> I just that was something I was like saying to Taylor is like, I'm trying to be mindful that everyone is just trying to have their best Disney trip. No one is purposely trying to make your trip worse. And I tried to get that mindset. But when they got so snippy with me, I was like, excuse me, you, you were the back of the line like three people. You could have been a little nicer about, excuse me, we're together. Not everyone has the Midwest modesty that you and I do. And they might not be trying to make your time worse, but they're not trying to make it better. That's true. And they're going to be, people get snippy. People really do. <laughs> and I, at Disney, there's so much pressure. There's pressure, pressure, pressure to make it like the best vacation ever. Um, that's a good point. And I, we, we had such a long trip. That's something I try to keep in mind is like, it's okay if we don't do everything. And I feel like we did a lot. So I, I was a little taken aback by how snippy they were with me, but it's fine. I, I get it there. They were feeling the Disney pressure. Exactly. Um, but the Festival of the Lion King show is so fun. And even if you're behind a very tall person, they're all on these like, which <laughs> I was, I'm sure. I assume you were. Yeah. Um, and like their child was standing on their lap. But because they're like up on like the little floats they bring in, you have a good sight line. So it's not an issue. We had a lightning lane for the safari at 340. So it was kind of cool to have seen the difference between the early morning one and the afternoon one. When we had gone on our first day, the lions were roaring at each other. This day they were they're asleep. <laughs> they're ready for bed. I thought we could squeeze in a quick drink at Nomad's Lounge. I'd gone on the wait list while we were on the safari. And that is a chill and relaxed place. And it took 20 minutes from when we sat down to get a drink. So by the time we got our drink, we had to pay our check and go to our reservation at Yak and Yeti's. Um, so I think Nomad's Lounge seems very lovely, but don't do it on a day when you have a dinner reservation coming up. <laughs> do it when you've got the downtime. Exactly. Uh, we had Yak and Yeti's. I got the Korean wok and I thought the meat was a little tough, but Taylor got the Cantonese pork belly bowl and that was delicious. Um, and both our drinks were really good. So I would say of the food, it was... It was my least favorite, but I still liked it. We finally got on Navi River Journey, and it was in B mode, so we didn't get to see the cool animatronic. Oh. But it was still fun to be in that atmosphere, and it felt really good to use the Lightning Lane when it was listed as a two-hour wait. And Oh, Navi River, two-hour wait? Yep. Could you, Okay, doing this right, even if you had seen the animatronic, could mm -hmm. you imagine waiting two hours for that I ride? Could, I think I could not. No. Yeah, in no universe. Yeah, no. no. <laughs> and I really like that ride. <laughs> But yeah, no. Um, and we ended the evening at seven o'clock. Uh, we had a lightning lane for Everest. Standby was listed as 70. We were on in three minutes. And so Everest stand standby was 70. Mm -hmm. uh, if that rides more than like 20 minutes, then yeah. Animal Kingdom's crowded. It was very crowded. We wanted to see Pandora at night, but it honestly, with how crowded it was, that like made me feel a little unsafe because oh. it was so dark. I 
I even on a regular day, I get a little uncomfortable Pandora in the evening. It is where everybody goes. Yep. You're better off in my in like my personal opinion. You're better off just wandering around Animal Kingdom with like very few people because it's beautiful at night. And there, are, everyone's in Pandora, and so you can take like amazing photos. In Asia, and those lanterns just, were go- like I liked yes, that more than being in Pandora, yes. and that was besides yes. it closing early. One of the reasons we wanted to do Pandora, like Animal Kingdom, that night. But yeah, I, I didn't love Pandora. The, the black light stuff gives me a headache. I don't, so I don't like it for that reason as well. But the the crowds of people in there, and so I can only imagine on a day as busy as this. Mm-hmm. I think just wandering the rest of the park is the better move. <sighs> yeah. Um, but then, yeah, we went to bed, laid out our race clothes, mm-hmm. and the next day's race day. Okay. What time did you guys go to bed, and what time did you guys have to be up? We got to bed. We were laying in bed at 8.30, um, and we were on a bus at 3.24 a.m. Let's talk about race race. You guys are running the half. How many races are there on Marathon Weekend? For Marathon Weekend, you have on Thursday, 5K, Friday, 10K, Saturday, half, Sunday, full. And I will say Friday night, they sent out a message to everyone competing in the half that due to lightning in the forecast, they were modifying the course from a half marathon to seven miles. Okay. I heard a lot of talk because like I said, our, our trips overlapped. I heard a lot of talk about the half marathon and it being modified. So I'm I'm curious as I know Megan's more of a runner than Taylor. But I mean, if you're able to run a half marathon, you are a runner, my friend. So consider both of you, you know, real for real runners. <laughs> Did you feel like you had to make up those miles? I heard a lot of talk of like, no. oh my gosh, they're both shaking their head. No, immediately before I even finish. There were a lot, there was a ton of talk just from just chatting with people over this weekend of people who were like, I made up those miles running around you know, my resort or people you know, were running laps in the corral parking lot. Yes. I heard that as well in the, they were like, we were, we ran a mile in the parking lot. Then we did the race then we ran another mile then at the resort. Yeah. So there was none of that for no. you. Too. And I was like, we are going to do more <laughs> no. than for me. I am in the mentality that if you even like the run walk intervals, I love to do long distances. I was like, we are going to do more than 13 miles with a park in the afternoon. Seven miles is fine. And like our feet were starting to get tired from this trip because even though we're on our teachers even though we're teachers and we're on our feet all day you're only on your feet for six hours and on a disney day we're on our feet for like 16. okay so i'm i'm also curious with um and i think in previous episodes we've talked a lot about like the corrals and things like that so we don't unless something significant happened we don't need to no we're corral b and c we submitted times and that kind of made sense so taylor just came back to see with me so i'm i'm curious did they modify and I know this was your first race, but th- how you met characters on the run. Because it's a shorter race, are there fewer characters? Did they double up on characters? Do you know how they modified that? I don't, since they, they don't have characters listed on the route, I don't know if they got rid of characters, but they I have the list. They had 16 characters, 16 character stops. So I think that they just shortened the distance but kept the same number of characters. I know when we talked in August, 
Um, you said they didn't normally say who the character was. What I did appreciate was there was a cast member with a sign that said end of line and who the character was. Oh, they did not do that on my run Disney race back in 2020. Mm-hmm. I There were times when I'd have to like pass the line to see who the character was and then turn around if it was somebody I wanted to meet, which I found frustrating. And they were also really good about saying about how long the wait would be. So the... Oh, that is good. Yeah, so the, the characters they had, they had... Baloo, Merlin, Marie from Aristocats, Robin Hood, Esmeralda and Clopin from Hunchback. We stopped um, only at two. We stopped at Hercules and Meg um, because I was dressed as Hercules and Taylor had a Hades shirt. We're like, oh, we got to stop here. And also 90s kids. We had to stop. Right. Uh, we were going to stop for Chippendale. They were in their rescue ranger clothes, but it was going to be a 45 minute wait. And with the rain coming, we didn't want to risk it. Um, and I'm glad we didn't because the rain really started once we were past the finish line. So that was nice to be out of that. Um, There was Mushu from Mulan, Ada from A Bug's Life, Kala from Tarzan, Powerline Max, uh, Winnie the Pooh, but we'd already done Winnie the Pooh pictures, so we didn't feel the need to stop. The genie, the genie costume looks weird to me, so I don't stop for that. (laughs) Pocahontas with Miko. We did stop because Taylor got really excited to see Launchpad McQuack. (gasps) Launchpad! Yes! Yeah, I was not expecting to see that. I was very, very happy and very, very short line for that one. So it was that was very fun. Launchpad used to meet at Animal Kingdom. I need to Google this now and Mm. see if he's still there because I 100% have photos with Launchpad. Sorry. Oh, it's fine. And then the last stop was Mickey and Minnie. And we went to get in the line. They said it was going to be a 20 minute wait. But if it started raining, they were going to pull them. We felt a couple of drops and we were like, nah, let's bag it. Finish the race. We crossed the finish line. Rain started picking up. We got on the bus and we were back to our resort pretty quickly. I know I was disappointed at first because one of the reasons we signed up for the half marathon over the 10K wasn't so much for the mileage, but the opportunity to run through the castle. So that was kind of like what bummed me out about the modified course. Yeah, let's, I was going to say, can we talk about the modified course? What was the course supposed to be and what did it end up actually being? It was supposed to start at the Epcot parking lot. Go to Magic Kingdom through part of the park, definitely through the castle, back to Epcot, around Spaceship Earth, and end in the parking lot. So how they modify it, they did add a world showcase section. So at least we got more park time in Epcot. And honestly, while we were running it, that it was our first run Disney event, so that felt really special to us. But like the times when you weren't in the park, the way they had the course, it was very narrow. And I know that run Disney events are more for the atmosphere and fun, but it was people, people were dead stopping on the left-hand side, not like signaling to go to the right. People were walking on the left, in the middle, on the right. And it, when it was such a narrow path and like, not that I'm like a serious, serious runner. No. I'm, I 100% I have gone on this exact same rant as a runner. It is events like this that used to just drive me crazy when I would run regularly. You know, and I I loved my experience with Run Disney. I did. But you get so many non-runners mm-hmm. who don't know the even just like it's the etiquette, but it's also to me it's common sense. When people are running behind you, you don't just come to a stop. Mm-hmm. You know, you just, you just don't. And that like with events like Run Disney or I've done like Color Run, you know, where mm-hmm. they throw like the, the, paint the powdered like, paint yeah. at you. People would like stop and like be rolling around on the ground or the paint is it was like, I'm trying to run here. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and so stuff, I, I'm with you. I've gone on this rant myself 
before. It just drives me nuts. So, and I, I already, I tried to have that mindset going in that like, don't take this run too seriously. They're not all professional runners here. Yeah. Um, so, so that like there was some weaving and I get it when the characters on the left, it's hard. I mean, when you expected that people would just stop randomly at random places without signaling. And that was what got tricky. And it was wild to me when they would go down the hill, people would slow down. And I'm like, this is when you get to stride it out. Come on, people. <laughs> like, so it, from what, since it was our first run Disney event, I don't have too much to compare it to. But from the chatter I heard, the course is not normally that narrow, but they had to do some like U-turns in places they didn't originally expect to do U-turns. I'm surprised that the half marathon got cut so much, but the full marathon did not. Apparently there was a lot more I rain. Was, I think it's... They, oh, I, it woke me up that morning. Like I was like, what is going on outside? And it was downpour <laughs> and wind, and but that one did not get shortened at all. So it's a shame that your course ended up being a little bit shorter. We already had dinner planned for Cinderella's Royal Table. So like, I feel like there was like an hour Friday night where I was like mopey and upset about it. But then like, there was like, there's some moment when the switch flipped and we had a lovely race day and had so much fun being there running through the park. Yeah, at the end of the day, you're still at Disney. You're still running through the park. Exactly without, you know, regular park crowds there. Okay, so you made it back, it sounds like, pretty quickly. They have a ton of buses going back to resorts after. Mm -hmm. We were on a bus, we were seated, and we waited five minutes and it pulled out. And so originally we thought, you know, we'll do rope drop at Epcot after the race, but kind of just walk through the park and go back. But at this point, we have enough time to go back to our resort, shower, lay down, and then make it to rope drop. Um, It's raining. We got our little umbrella. People are uh, we take the Skyliner to International Gateway. People are like like huddled under the boat's launch, so not right by security. So I go up to the security guard. I'm like, is is there a line right now to wait for security? And he was like, mm, no, not really. So we went to the side where there's a building to be under some coverage. And then a little bit later, we went out and waited in the rain. And we're one of the first people to scan into Epcot for the 10 o'clock opening. Well, 9.30 early I entry. can't believe that you... That you- you ran seven miles and still made it for rope. Hey, drop. we thought we were supposed to run thirteen, so we're we're ready to go. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> right. You've got energy to spare. Um, mm-hmm. We had done the rope drop for Remy's the one day, so we were decided to rope drop Frozen, and we had a Remy's Lightning Lane for ten forty. Frozen is so much easier to rope drop than Remy's, so if you can book the Remy's and rope drop Frozen, that seemed a lot chiller and more laid back. And not nearly, I don't know, maybe partly because of the rain, but it was also not nearly, it wasn't nearly as crowded. Yeah. And we, um, we decided to do the individual lightning lane and virtual queue for Guardians of the Galaxy. So it was a 20 minute wait when we did our Guardians of the Galaxy again. We had a six minute wait for Remy's. And then we went back to our resort because I had scheduled um, a hair and makeup appointment. Okay. Tell me about that. Who did you, who did you schedule with? I went with a company called When You Wish Upon a Star Makeovers and she was lovely. I thought she did a really good job. Um, I originally wanted to do like a bell bound, um, but by the timing of my dress arriving in our trip, I did not try on my dress ahead of time. So I luckily had a backup, but I had like a black dress with yellow flowers on it. And I was like, good enough. So she did like a little like braid with like the front of my hair looking like bell swoops. She made her own hair accessories to go into it with some roses. I had bought off Etsy like some little book clips to go in. Um, and then she did like a smoky eye, dramatic look on my face, and I felt very pretty. You were very pretty. It's all husband Funny. points. 
in <laughs> in my experience, it's like more makeup than you would wear in a month. That's like just, you know, in your eyelids. And that's something she is said that... to me. She's like, I'm sure this is more makeup than <laughs> you normally wear. But we had also scheduled a capture your moment. So she was like, this is going to look good in it the photographs. photographs. Well, and she was yes. really good about after my hair and makeup was done to be like, pose with your hair like this. Have this angle. This is going to look good for you. And she gave me the tip to be assertive with the photographers that I didn't do as much as I should have. And not assertive, like like how you walk, uh, telling them what you want as opposed to letting them work <laughs> you. Because while they do the photography, something we talked about with the capture your moment photos, looking at them, they got really good location. But some of the time, some of the way they told us to pose looked a little awkward. Like they were like, put your hand on his chest. Yeah. Now hold her elbow. <laughs> and like that. And we were like, sure, okay. you're the professional. And it, there's some odd poses. Because sometimes they know. Yeah. Sometimes they know. My husband used to be a wedding photographer, oh. like back in college. And so he's really great at posing me. But I will say, often he'll be like, you know, do this with your shoulders. Do this with your back. And I'm like, this is super uncomfortable. But I'll look at the photo. I'm like, that looks really good, though. Like, you can't tell that in my head I'm like, oh, this is really uncomfortable. So sometimes, you know, the photographer knows. And you have to be in this weird pose. But it looks great. Other times, and you just never know with the PhotoPass photographers if you're getting somebody who has that kind of experience and who knows what they're talking about. Like, you just don't know. So it's great that you had a person telling you, mm -hmm. like, here's great ways to pose. This is how you're going to look your best. Yeah, and she was like, make sure you get a shot because I had the long, she added like some hair extension. So there's a long braid. She's like, make sure you get a shot looking up at the castle. And so since we had Beauty and the Beast stuff, ah, they, they took us to be our guest. And so like, they were like, let's go to the next location. I'm like, actually, can you like, and I said, like, can you take a couple of the photos with us looking at it? And so some of those where I requested certain things are the ones I like the most. So we talked a lot about, do we think capture your moment was worth it? And I think feel like if we had something bigger to celebrate, not that our run wasn't enough, but I feel like if you have a more special event and you feel comfortable saying, I want this or I want that, then the capture your moment really seems worth it. But there was a little bit of like, well, I don't know. What do you think? That kind of ate into our time and then ended up with some awkward photos. Not all of them, but a couple. That's an interesting take because you're right. It's not it's not cheap. And had this person not said that to you, like you saying this now, because I did recently, I had my hair done for the Jollywood Nights party. And they also did like extensions in a big, colorful, like Christmas braid. Had I thought of that, had you been on the show before my trip, I would have been like, I need to do a photo where I'm looking the other way and they get this dramatic mm -hmm. braid. I have no photos at the back of my head and the beautiful braid because I didn't think to do that. And none of the photographers thought to like pose me in a certain yeah. way. So I thought she was great in what she did. I thought, you know, while the, it was sometimes weird to look in the mirror and see all this makeup, I thought she did a lovely job with the <laughs> yeah. makeup. And I thought the hair, the hair stayed in through Tron and another Guardians. I'm What I really appreciate the most is that she like took two minutes outside she, to take photos for herself, but then to also tell me, have your eyes closed for some photos so they can see all of the smoky eye. Make sure they get the back of your head when you're taking pictures facing the front. Bring your braid to the front so they can see it. Like she did a really good job of like giving me those tips. All these tips that I didn't think about before I spent way too much money having crazy extensions put my hair and a pound of makeup put on my face. Mm -hmm. So that's that's a really smart tip if you're going to do something like this. And in regards to like the value of capture your mm -hmm. moment. Now, 
uh, Taylor, you were offended at the the photo where she wanted to be alone, where Megan wanted to be alone. The um, the tangled photo. Did she do photos alone, or were you a part of the capture your <laughs> moment as you two were celebrating? your half half no, marathon we, we did our photos together but if she i feel bad now because if she'd said like hey can i do a few by myself at that point of the trip i would have been like yeah that's fine i wasn't i was you know i was doing a bit as to being offended <laughs> megan is the most beautiful woman on the planet well, she should bleh. be in every picture too sweet <laughs> too kidding. much too much dial it back dial it back uh, but no, it was it was nice to do the photos together. I had a really good time. Uh, again, the 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 biggest thing about it for us was the access to the locations, like the fact that they had photos who were uh, photographers who were going to clear other people out of areas that like people might have otherwise been in was really really cool. Particularly for photos like in front of the BR guest restaurant, looking up at Beast's Castle, uh, to have like nobody else on that bridge was very very cool. All right, we're gonna find out how many husband points you get here. Did you? wear anything special for these photos she had hair and makeup she wore a special dress for this what'd you leave at home taylor what'd you leave at home <gasps> other than your left shoe you left something left else? now i don't remember what i left at home i had a friend who had gone to disney world earlier this year and she got me oh, right. one of those that's shoulder right. chip um guys like from beauty and the beast so i was like oh taylor this is perfect you he's like wearing a blue polo to be kind of hinting at the beast i was like you can wear this on your shoulder and he didn't pack it so i did forget to pack um, it i mean the idea of it being a literal chip on your shoulder is endlessly entertaining <laughs> to me but uh i i and you missed that opportunity i did miss that opportunity good pun. But otherwise i wore the shirt i was requested to wear <laughs> that's true <laughs> All right. Well, no bonus points exactly. for this round. I'm sorry. Um, yeah. <laughs> so that our our capturing moment was for three thirty. Our we still had the virtual queue for Guardians of the Galaxy, and we had already done everything we wanted to do at Magic Kingdom in terms of rides. So we got on the monorail, got on our virtual queue, but then it was way backed up. Um, the virtual queue took sixty four minutes, and there were people in line behind us who I think from context clues and eavesdropping were friends of cast members. And apparently there was issues <laughs> with the doors at some point not closing properly. So it sounds like it was shut down for a little bit. But that's a ride you don't. Well, you know, it sounds like, yeah, it sounds like it's for the best. <laughs> that's a ride you don't really. Li- well, we did still do it. <laughs> we waited in this line. We did Guardians of the Galaxy, got back on the monorail and made it in time for our Tron individual lightning lane. We booked a space mountain that turned into a multi-experience pass and I was able to do that two more times but we ended up not using those two multi-experience pass because we had um dinner scheduled for 7:45 at the Cinderella's royal table so at that point they had the area roped off and I'm really glad we talked to a cast member about the best way to get there um because there are so many different walkways closed. And at that time of day, you have to go by the carousel and somebody walks you over to the castle. And at a certain point, I think they stop walking you over because the fireworks are going off. I didn't realize they went off from the roof of Fantasyland. But we had dinner inside the castle as fireworks were going off. And that was a pretty... I was going to say that's pretty cool because you can so see cool. out the you can see the fireworks out the window. We did like request when we checked in a table by the window, but I think a lot of people were camp like we were there like 15 minutes early for our reservation, and then they didn't seat us till like eight o'clock ish, a little before eight. Um, but we could still see from our seats the windows, and 
the Merida was an absolute delight when the song from Brave went on and she was just a maniac running around the restaurant (laughs) in her Scottish accent shouting about how this was her song and pretending to like shoot arrows adorable i don't think again after this trip we do as many character meals but i'm glad we did some this trip because all of the cast members are so committed when they're in character and on um they have cinderella that you meet before you are seated and you know, there wasn't a line to meet her because people were waiting to be seated and i think because it was around firework times they don't have as many reservations so even when she was just Like just waiting, she was in character with her movement and her wistful like glances and her little twirls. And it was wild to see somebody stay in character that long. Dinner was great. Taylor, any thoughts about your meal? Uh, The lamb uh, was fantastic. And this was this was one nice, you know, we have we've talked, we've done a number of, you know, kind of nicer meals. And this is a trip, you know, we saved up for for a long time. We have these Disney gift cards. But to have our last big night of the meal being one that was paid for in advance when you book Cinderella's Royal Table because it's like a, you know, a, a prefix it's menu. A nice feeling. It's a great mm-hmm. feeling to know that like, well, we're coming to this last meal and it's going to be one of the nicer ones, but it is already paid for. Like that was a a little bit of the weight off the shoulders coming into that last day. So uh, I highly recommend uh, that in terms of a way to, you know, close out your trip. Uh, now, it, how about value for that particular restaurant? Because that's an expensive meal as yes. well. And that prepaying for it definitely helps mentally, but you know, you're still paying for it. I will be a few months in advance. It's, it's the, it's the financial math gymnastics that you do for something right, like that. that we that all that do. Like, oh, this was totally worth it. All I paid for was my drinks. <laughs> right. I thought about it a lot and compared to La Cellier. I'm saying it wrong again. Yeah, okay, I'm saying it right. Thank you. No, oh, you said it right. Yeah, yeah. The total of like what we pre-played and then the drinks we paid the day of was pretty comparable. And I feel like the food, I've heard in the past the food has not been in, as good, but it has improved. And I think that what, being in there while the fireworks were going off with these characters as like dedicated to like the show and what's going on in the room that was a really magical experience. Now, I wonder if I'd think the same way if I was there at like two o'clock in the afternoon, because that's what time I could get. Do you know, you know what I mean? <laughs> right. Yes. I know exactly what you mean. You had had this amazing day. You looked amazing. You had three pounds of makeup All on. All the princesses like, were like talking about the flowers in my hair. And yeah. They were like, yeah, I should do that. I'm like, oh my gosh, you should. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, so, so I think... If I had just been in my like sweaty tank top and I had a two o'clock reservation and I wasn't feeling as pretty or like, you know, those endorphins (laughs) from the running or like lack of sleep, I don't know. I I thought that night it was worth it. If you're like, Tristan, get off the floor. Like it's, you know, it's completely different, (laughs) you know, depending on your situation. If Tristan is five years old and running around the restaurant like a real... You know, that's completely different than two adults celebrating like such a cool experience that you had that morning. (laughs) And that was like, and it was like our last thing of the trip. So it was something we'd been looking forward to. And I I really don't think the food disappointed. And again, even though it is expensive, you do get your appetizer, your food and your dessert. So in these characters that you don't have to wait in line for. Right. Was that it then? We had four more rides, Haunted Mansion, Jingle Cruise, Space Mountain. We ended with Peter Pan and we took one more photo pass photo with um the tangled lantern again because there was one family in line and they're the nicest restroom so after peter pan i was like let's go to the restroom if there's not a line we'll get in line 
And there wasn't a line. So we got in line, got to do well, the pretty you photos. You also had the long, you had the long braid with flowers in it. It definitely evokes Rapunzel. So it's like you we, had to. We, it was yeah. no choice. Yeah, you had and to. And we were sitting there you with like to. two multi-experience passes we could have used. But honestly, I just felt so content with everything we did that it was nice to just slowly stroll out of the park. And make your way back to Kirby Beach. Okay. It was and this was the end after that you went home tomorrow back to Chicago. The end end. Yep. Zero degrees tomorrow. We know? did not we did not do the half marathon. We did not do the full marathon. So we were leaving. Um I did on Thursday at some point do that MCO reserve. And it would have worked fantastically if my birthday was correct. But somehow on my <gasps> ticket, my birthday was not correct. So right when I got up to security, they were like, here's this paper, take it back to the front, but then you get to come right back here. So, oh my God, they very quickly <laughs> fixed it and it wasn't a problem. And we were still through security and plenty of time to like sit down and eat a breakfast sandwich. Who booked the, who booked the flight? Who messed up the birthday? And the last name on the well, way out. <laughs> on the way out, I had messed up the last name. Megan has not changed her last name yet. And I booked her last name as my last name. So I will take credit for that in terms wow. of the way out. <laughs> But I think when they changed the name on her ticket at the airport on the way leaving back in December, I think that's when the birthday somehow got switched. So I, I don't somehow. know. I know I'm at least 50% responsible, likely more. He doesn't want to lose any more points. No, I'm in the hole enough as it is. <laughs> Not knowing your birthday or your full yeah. name. <laughs> I do as a teacher go by my married name, even though I haven't legally changed it yet. So it's just so much paperwork. And I have... I went... I went like the first day I could to go and change my name because I knew if I didn't, it would never get done. So I was like, DMV, Social Security office, I'm going like today because otherwise <laughs> I will live by my maiden name forever. Yeah. So, so that's like I, that's like my Feb- that's my January it. plan is to get that done <laughs> so it doesn't happen again. And you got you got married in 2020? <laughs> yep, <Yeah>. sure did. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. No. Oops. I, again, no, I'm normally no, the type B person. No more questions on that. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Well, eventually you did make it through security and make it mm-hmm. home. Yep. So congratulations. Um, wow. What a trip, you guys. Any future Disney trips planned? None right now. Part of it is it was so cold there for some of the week. We were like... This I bet we could come here in July. Like we, this wouldn't be so bad. And that's when we have the time off of school. Crowds won't be as bad. And then on Saturday was like the one day it got up into the seventies, and we're already sweating profusely. It's like, nope, never mind, can't do it. Of course, the day I pay for like, like you said, a pound of makeup on my face, and in the rain in my lounge fly, my little oil papers like got soaked, and I'm like, this is the day I'm sweaty. Of course it is. I. I love that you're like 70 degrees and you're sweating. I, I mean, that's why I'm like the underboob sweat, you know, representative yeah. over here because <laughs> I, every trip I went on in 2023 with the exception of the last one for the holiday parties, it was a hundred, it hit a hundred degrees every oh. single time. And the feels like was often in the hundred and teens. Yeah. Like I'm not exaggerating. The, the feels like temperature was just unreal so if 70s you're sweating um i can recommend some products that might help you <laughs> to to curb some of that sweat but it's gonna be it's gonna be different a little bit different feel yeah. to we it. know we'll definitely be back together <laughs> when is the question that we'll figure out but yeah we had right. a really wonderful right. trip and it was long what's like the the biggest the biggest highlight for for each of you i think 
my biggest highlight was just because we had so much time, Taylor, not seeing you as like stressed out. Like you talked about, Julie, when I was talking about the Festival of the Lion King, about how everyone is like feels so much pressure to get everything done and have a magical trip. And Taylor is uh, a human who like has so much anxiety. Uh, I can't imagine living like that. Um, But it was so nice. (laughs) (laughs) It was so so sweet. I really enjoyed (laughs) seeing you enjoy yourself and having a good time together. And I was saying to a friend, you know, like couples will like bicker, but like there was no bickering at all on this trip. And no, that felt really copacetic. nice. Being able to travel together is a huge, like, couple obstacle, I think. Yeah. And we, like, had gone, you know, um, a trip to Spain over the summer. And there was, like, one night where we bickered because of, like, timing of things. But, like, the fact that there was just – it was so smooth. There was no stress yeah. because we had all this time. I think the highlight was just being able to really take my time and enjoy myself and see Taylor – I'm not stressed out and enjoy himself. And also, Taylor, how do you live like that is the other question that she wants to know. Exactly. (laughs) All right. What was that? What was the high point for you, Taylor? Well, Megan obviously took the best possible answer here, but uh, I will say I mentioned it earlier and I brought it up, but uh, just how how kind every all the cast members and just strangers were like everyone there was mostly in a very good mood like particularly which is you know so many people cop uh, on multiple occasions not just new year's eve telling megan how wonderful her outfits looked and how beautiful she was like and also we matched taylor you got some compliments on our epcot day with our dorky matching shirts this is true we did have several dorky matching shirts (laughs) uh but but just this sort of again the the overwhelming vibe of kindness that we received from so many Mm -hmm. people that were there um it was i'm not someone who normally like enjoys talking to strangers i don't know but like just waiting in lines for rides shows monorail whatever it is uh there was just this there's just this kind of everybody wants to be friends with everybody uh that was really really unbeatable so that's my highlight Incorrect. I'm sorry. That's the wrong answer. The correct answer is how beautiful your mm, wife looked. Yes. You kind of hinted Ooh, at sorry. it, but then you oh, left yeah. it. No points. Yeah. Yeah. You were so close. You were close. <laughs> Sounded Half strong start. Fair, 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 fair. Yes. Great. No, no. I'm I'm kidding. Like what you said is so on the nose. It is one of the things that I love about Disney because I'm like you where I don't, I'm like, I don't, I don't need any more friends. Like, <laughs> like I don't want to talk to people. I don't know, you know, but at Disney World, I when I go alone, I'll just be like whoever I sit down next to and I'm doing single rider, I'll be like, we're friends. Hi, I'm Julie. We're friends now. Like yeah. that's my like my opening line when I sit down next to somebody. And sometimes they engage and sometimes they're like, you're insane and they don't <laughs> engage and that's fine. Yeah. But like you meet all sorts of people and everybody's so wonderful and happy to be there. Mm-hmm. And so I'm I I tease, but you are 100 mm-hmm. percent right on that. And what what a great place to end i do want to say julie like i think part of what led to like having a stress-free vacation is being so prepared so thank you for such a fabulous podcast absolutely both really enjoy listening and i feel like it really made us knowledgeable so when there was like little hiccups we could very quickly like pivot and navigate to something else and not feel like oh my gosh we can't get into festival of the lion king what are we going to do with our whole trip (laughs) right well it's over yeah it's done all the Thank you. I love hearing that. Thank you. I appreciate that. Another big thank you to Taylor and Megan for being on the show and sharing their trip. I love having repeat guests. Megan was on the show a while back and Taylor, who hosts his own podcast, I'm going to put a link in the show notes. It is the Great American Pop Culture Quiz Show Podcast. He's a host 
I was on his show. I won, of course. Yay. I mean, it was Disney related. Hopefully I won. I don't know. Um, but a lot of fun, his his podcast. So if you have a minute, take a listen. Um, maybe you already have. I know I talked about it a few months ago when I was on. And I'm so glad he was here for the crossover event that literally none of you asked for, but I don't care. We did it anyway. I had a blast chatting with them. If you guys are interested in being a guest on the show, feel free to reach out. There's a link in the show notes. You can leave me a voicemail message. Please make sure you give a little bit of time. I get a lot of last minute requests and those can be a little bit harder to fill, you know, unless I just happen to have a cancellation or an opening in my schedule. So it's never too early. Um, Feel free to reach out. Otherwise, I will see you guys in the parks.